Good morning. We're continuing Chayodim Hilchus Shabbos. Learning Chal Tes. We were learning Simon Hey. Today she was sponsored by Benji Kleinman, Lulin Ishmael's parents, Achai Mayor Ben Mordechai Halevi, and Golda Bas Yaakov Leit. We we left. We we skipped the parentheses and the Chayodim and the Simon Hey. And he says, "What is Pshigresh Olo Yomus Kleimer Ratzolaimer?" We mean to say the following: Commercial Yefsher leaves a Groish Yomus. Just like it's impossible to cut off the head of the animal and the animal will not die. So in this scenario as well, it's impossible to do action X, what he wants to do, um, without having the result of the malacha. So going back to the case of the moving the mita or the sapsal, if he's in a situation where the mita is very heavy, um, or the ground is very soft, or the um, the leg which he's pulling happens to be very, very sharp and pointy. So we've got multiple scenarios why we would believe that this, it's going to be in inevitable, it's going to be definite, that this act of pulling the chair or this the bench or the bed across the earth will result in a charitz. So uh, that's the example that the Chazal give for obsecration. So that sounds like it has to be 100%. What about a situation where it's highly probable that a, action A will cause B, but it's not definite? It's called carval obsecration. It's close to obsecration. It's not mamish obsecration. Mishabur is mashma, multiple places, that carval obsecration is, is problematic. Even though it's not definite, it's, if, it's, if it's highly probable, that's going to be problematic. One example where he talks about it is in regards to, uh, the more talks about a situation where a person wants to open a door uh, directly in a place where the, in, the, in the line of fire, literally to where the candles are lit. And the concern is that when he opens the door, that the wind will come in and put out the flames. Uh, so the language of the Shulchan Aruch is it, it might cause that. But we're saying that it's also. Why is it also? It's not Shani Miskavan. I'm not being Mikhaven when I open the door to try and put out the flames. It's not Shani Miskavan. So even if and even if it happens, it's not a secretion. It's not definite that it's going to put out put out the flames. Um, so why is it a problem? And the the language itself says because maybe it'll put out the flames. So there the Biralakha explains that uh, that's good enough to make it also. This is to make it also is it's it's if it's Highly probable that's going to happen. It's enough to make it usher. However, there definitely are persons who disagree, and say the psikration. The fact that Chazal gave the Moshe psikration specifically, with something which is inevitable. There's no option otherwise. The definition of psikration is it has to be inevitable. This is the language of the Ritvah and Ksubis and Yuma, that if there's any possibility that's not going to happen, even though it's it's highly improbable that it will not happen. It's very probable, it's highly probable that it will happen. That's still not called a psikration. Because I'll get psikration for emotional, for a reason, because it has to be totally inevitable. And Rabbi Yashav and others follow that approach. Different than the Mr. Brewer, the definition of psikration means it has to be inevitable. So, um, so this is a case, we're discussing until now, a case where uh, the question is, well, action X cause action Y. Um, 
Schmeiger raises a question from um, a Ramah in Yeridea. Talks about the following scenario. A person's traveling, and the way they used to work is they would, the person, people would bring along their own pot and their own food. Uh, many times there was no Jewish inn to stay at. They brought their own food. They would go to the, the non-Jewish inn where people were staying there. They'd go to the the hearth. There'd be a place to, to hang your pot, and they'd put their pot there and cook their, their food. Uh, there might be other other pots there as well. Other people were putting their pots there, and their, their pots, uh, these people's, other people's pots were not necessarily kosher, but that wasn't his business. But the problem is there's an isser in the Torah to cook Buster and Kolov. So the person wants to stir up the coals. Sometimes the fire, as the fire dies down, the way you increase the heat to keep your pot cooking is by stirring up the coals. That re- rekindles the, the heat and the flames. Well, maybe when he does that action, he is going to be uh, cooking the pot next to him, which belongs to a non-Jew, and that pot contains Basar and Cholov. So Moore says that one should not, not do that. Now, it's not a Vadai, it's a Suffolk. It might contain Basar and Cholov, it might not contain Basar and Cholov. Uh, so, uh, is that a problem? So Moore says it's a problem. So the Moore seems to say that there's a problem, uh, even though it's, it's not a Vadai. As a matter of fact, it might be 50-50. So it's not even it's not even carved of secretion. So what is this problem? So we have to clarify that point, Mr. Shem, in the next year. And meanwhile, have a good day.